You are listening to Health Interventions for Your Practice, episode number 20. Health Interventions has been created by Marsha Kessner, MP, to help other nurse practitioners and medical providers grow their clinical practice and optimize patient care. Whether you are brand new, building your skills and confidence, or a seasoned provider looking to stay sharp in an ever-changing patient population, you will find real-world information to use in everyday practice. Health Interventions for Your Practice focuses on a solid evaluation, lifestyle management, and patient involvement. Hello, everyone. I'm Marsha Kessner. Welcome back to Health Interventions for Your Practice, where my goal is to support other nurse practitioners and medical providers with knowledge and skill development in a way that is applicable and ready to implement into your everyday clinical practice. I, as you know, will be focusing on lifestyle management and patient involvement at every opportunity I can get. So I want to make sure that you guys have taken a little time for yourself and that self-care and self-reflection in the last few episodes. You might have thought that I had forgotten about this since episode number 15, since we're up into episode number 20 now, but I have not. I want you to remember that you are very important to yourself and your family and to your patients. If you missed the self-care episode, go on back and take a listen to that. It's at mphealthinterventions.com forward slash 15. So just the fact that you continue to listen to health interventions for your practice tells me that you care a lot about the service you provide. And that's what we do is we provide a service. And sometimes it's not the most glamorous. And sometimes it's it can be a little frustrating. um, And sometimes it can get you a little overwhelmed. But don't ever forget that you're helping someone, you're making a difference in someone's life every single day, whether you know it or not. So make sure to take care of yourself in your own life. And now I also know that you must be very interested in staying up to date on things that you can do to implement health and wellness into your practice. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, right? One of the main things that you can do to implement health and wellness and protect your patients is to manage obesity. That is the core of this health interventions for your practice. And why is that? I mean, you already know, of course, that a lower BMI is better for overall general health. But what do you really know about all of the effects of obesity? To this point, you ought to be understanding that there's a lot and it's pretty detailed. Beyond the hyperlipidemia, diabetes, metabolic syndrome diagnosis, there is much more to know about obesity. And the last episode was a discussion all about metabolic syndrome. So if you missed that one, that was nphealthinterventions.com forward slash 19, all about metabolic syndrome. And there was a PDF download that was associated with that, that if you didn't get it, go on back and get it, nphealthinterventions.com forward slash metabolic syndrome. So carrying on with this today's topic. I always like to think I'm going to give you a little tidbit of information you may not have known or that you may find fascinating because as I told you, I'm just a big nerd and I love fascinating facts, particularly medical facts. The fascinating fact we're going to talk about today is that adipose is actually a part of the endocrine system. It has recently been classified as its own hormone secreting organ. What? 
You may be sitting with your mouth open right now or going, is that so? Well, yep, that is so. So think about it. It makes sense. I have went through other episodes talking about the role that adipose plays on the immune system because of the inflammation that is produced. And let's go way back to anatomy and physiology to grasp this. You may recall that there is white fat and brown fat. I bet you haven't thought about that brown fat in a long time, though. But brown fat actually helps to produce ATP to support thermogenesis, and it is found around our organs to protect them. Then we have the white fat, which is primarily found in the subcutaneous spaces and stores energy. So to repeat that, we have brown fat, which produces energy via thermogenesis, and we have white fat, which stores energy. These are some of the basic concepts that once you get hold of them, you're going to run with it. This white fat that stores energy is what in excess secretes hormones leading to the worsening state of obesity. So when I say it is not all calories in, calories out or move more, this is why. White fat happens to be the largest secretory endocrine organ and the fat we will be focusing on primarily. So let's talk about the hormones of adipose because being part of the endocrine system means that organs secrete hormones. That's how you become part of the endocrine system. The hormones that are secreted by adipose tissue include leptin, angiotensin, angiotensinogen, that's a tongue twister, tumor necrosis factor alpha, interleukin-6, resistin, free fatty acids, glycerol, adiponectin, and many, many others. The specifics of each one of those, we're not really going to get deep into because, you know, health interventions for your practice, this whole podcast, all are about bringing it down to everyday practice and learning how to bring it into a patient language. As in, you are learning the information that you need to implement into practice and break it down for the patients to help motivate them to control their BMIs and remind you of why obesity management is so much more important than just following the guidelines that are set out by multiple different organizations. You, my dear, have a brain. You did not get through your master's program and get where you are, or doctorate may have been, to sit here listening to this podcast if you were not an intelligent person. So with that intelligence, that means you are not just following guidelines, you are thinking, and you are putting all of the pieces together. Think outside the box, look at the big picture. That is what you're here for. That is how you're going to make a difference. And as we go into these, I want you to remember that and just how smart you really are. You might not know all of these details. That's why I'm bringing them to you. But you're smart and you know how to practice and you know how to bring it into your patients. So many of the hormones that we're going to talk about are secreted by adipose. They lead to increased hunger, insulin dysfunction, and even thrombosis. So let's review a few of the hormones that make adiposity a vicious cycle that is hard to get out of. A cycle that requires more discussion and advice than, again, just eat less, move more. Get that out of your vocabulary. Get that phrase out of your life. You've got a whole different discussion to have with patients. 
That's what I do in the program is I teach you how to have that discussion and I teach you how to get that God awful phrase out of your system and how to bring it into action. Because when you hear eat less, move more, your patients hear blah, blah, blah. I've heard that their eyes roll up, they look at the ceiling, they look at their toes, they do anything but listen to what you're saying. So let's go through those top four um, of hormones that are secreted from adipose. Leptin. Let's start with leptin. Leptin is secreted primarily by white subcutaneous fat. It sends signals to the brain that regulate appetite and energy output. When leptin is high, insulin levels are high. Remember, adipose, the white adipose is storing energy because we don't need it because we have enough. It's storing energy. So it keeps collecting. Growth hormone, melatonin, and thyroid hormone can decrease leptin. Angiotensinogen, this is number two of our hormones we're going to talk about. This is a precursor to angiotensin 2. We know angiotensin 2 regulates blood pressure. But also, there is evidence of involvement in the differentiation and the growth of adipocytes. Is that not fascinating? So these are the things that excite me. I didn't know this. I'm still learning. But that this, I mean, I knew, of course, we all know that being overweight increases blood pressure. But did you know that it's because that adipose is secreting angiotensinogen? I mean, go figure, right? And then it can decide which way those adipocytes go and how many of them we get to proliferate with. Anyway, okay, moving on to the next one. Number three, the third hormone. TNF-alpha. So this is tumor necrosis factor alpha. I know way back to biology, anatomy, and phys. That's why you've got me. I know you don't want to pull out the big book. Just listen to what I have to say, and I'm going to bring it back home to you, and you're going to start to remember. But TNF-alpha, this was the first adipose-derived factor to be a link between obesity, inflammation, and diabetes. Can you believe that? The first one they found that put all of those things together. All of these things that I'm talking to you about. I'm not using the word TNF-alpha over and over because nobody cares about TNF-alpha. You care about saying TNF-alpha about as much as your patient cares about you saying your fasting blood blood glucose was and your triglycerides were, la la la. They want to know the end outcome. So that is why when I keep saying things like TNF-alpha, interleukin-6, you're going, okay, hold on. I got to remember that. No, you don't. If you do, you do. That's great. But I want you to get the core concepts. That's what this is about. Get the core concept. But TNF-alpha, this hormone affects insulin signaling, and it is thought to be the actual cause of insulin resistance and obesity. Fascinating. Again, fascinating. I know my nerd is coming out. Now, number four, the other hormone that I want to talk about in this adipose secreting you know, um, endocrine organ lecture to you is interleukin-6. Interleukin-6 is pro-inflammatory and it's found in the visceral fat. We talked about this back in the obesity related to immunity um, podcast. You can go back and listen to that one. 
if you want to. Um, but levels of interleukin-6 are high in people with type 2 diabetes and are strongly correlated with body mass. So elevated levels are associated also with atherosclerosis and unstable angina. Inflammation, angina. Get it? All of it's coming together, right? So it's affecting the immune system. It is affecting body mass. It is affecting atherosclerosis. So don't worry, though. I know you're trying to remember all this. I'm putting it in a cheat sheet for you or download PDF guide, whatever you want to call it. If you go to the show notes on this, um, nphealthinterventions.com forward slash, um, let's call it adipose hormone secreting. I don't know. That's kind of difficult, isn't it? Let's just call it nphealthinterventions.com forward slash holy cow. No, don't like that one either. How about nphealthinterventions.com forward slash endocrine system? Like that one? Okay, that's what we'll call it. Forward slash endocrine system. So the purpose of this episode is to support the evidence of the interconnection and complexity of so many disease processes in the body and how they relate to obesity. Last episode, I asked you to think about the term metabolic syndrome, and I asked you how you actually felt about the term. So have you actually thought about that? Has your thought changed on that? And how about after this episode? Is all of your thought processes changing? Is everything you ever thought about health, wellness, and weight management changing? I surely hope so. Because are you, you seeing the deeper connections and maybe understand why I love, love, love helping patients and my fellow NPs fight obesity. It's not another pill that doesn't do it. It's about making the changes that'll bring inflammation down and get obesity under control. Pills would just continue to cover things up. One pill leads to another pill, which leads to another pill. When we treat the source and we give the patients the information they need to motivate them, we will be successful in this battle against obesity. Patients don't need to know all the details that we need to know. Remember, they don't care about the numbers. They care about how they feel. And they know that when they're overweight, they feel awful. So tell me the truth. Are you blown away? Told you there was so much more. So much more to this than eat less, move more. Make sure you keep listening in. You never know what I'm going to tell you about next. And I can tell you, I've got some good stuff coming up. Some stuff that might blow your mind even more than what we've just talked about. Um, and in case you missed the news in the last episode and you're finding more reasons that you would like to learn more about how to master this management of obesity, I am launching a new program in December 2020. The Wellness and Weight Management course is getting even better, and it's getting a new name. It's going to be called Master Obesity in Your Clinical Practice. For more information, more bonuses, more action items for your practice, 
and a private Facebook group where you get to, you know, tap into me and more live um, Q&A sessions and, and support sessions in there. You, you, you want to sign up for this course because that's how you're going to get into that group. And that means, like I said, more value time with me and I will offer the support to more practitioners in that way. So I get to bring it into more people. So I hope you believe me when I say I listened. I do listen. I don't just talk. I know I talk a lot, but I also take your feedback and your questions and I revamp the program. So, and I'm going to continue to do that. If I need to do it annually, twice a year, whatever I need to do, as the new stuff is coming out, as I learn new ways, because I've been developing this for 10 years, you know, I actually implementing it for 10 years. Prior to that, I was still getting my confidence up and learning the things I needed to know, but I'm always taking conferences. I'm always learning more. And when I learn, you will learn. So stay tuned, keep up to date. You're definitely going to want to sign up for my emails so you can take action as soon as I release stuff. There's going to be special discounts offered for the founding members. And what that means is the people in the pre-launch phase that sign up, jump in, want to get hold of this right away. Um, you know, you're you're the go-getter and you're believing what I'm telling you. Um, they're going to be getting some great stuff, some great bonuses that no one else is going to get after that founding members piece closes out. So the future of healthcare is here. I believe it. This is what we're doing. I hope you believe it. I hope you see it. It's not about more pills. The pharmaceutical companies, they're failing. The insurance companies, they're failing. They're not giving anybody what they need. They're only asking for more money, more money, more money, and they're not giving any benefits. They're only making things harder. We're going to use insurance companies, obviously, because we have to, but we're going to learn how to get results without depending on all of that, all the insurance companies and all the pharmaceutical companies. So again, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to me in this podcast. And if you're loving it, give me a uh, iTunes review. That will help others find this podcast to help you help them find me and to help their practice. So you can find more of me, what I'm up to at healthinterventions.net, Facebook, and Instagram. And the show notes for this one and links to all those lovely downloadable guides will be at nphealthinterventions.com forward slash 20. So while you're there, sign up for that newsletter. Have a great week, maybe filled with many health interventions. And I really hope that you start to have these great conversations with your patients. And if you do, let me know. I can't wait to hear. I want to hear the stories. I want to hear the feedback. This isn't just about me. It's all about you and it's all about our profession. Take care. Thank you for listening to Health Interventions for Your Practice. If you like this podcast, please take the time to rate, review, and share. If you'd like more health interventions for your practice, you can visit mphealthinterventionsforproviders.com and sign up for the Health Interventions newsletter.